Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Today, I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of raw milk. And I have to admit, this is a topic I approach with some trepidation because it's a subject that people get very emotional about. Now, passion's a great thing. It can give rise to great works of art and it can topple empires, but it's not exactly known for its tendency to promote rational discourse. I'm not going to tell you whether you should or shouldn't drink raw milk because I think that's a personal decision, but I am going to try to give you an unbiased look at the pros and the cons so that you can make an informed decision for yourself. Virtually all of the milk that you buy in grocery stores has been pasteurized, heat treated to kill microorganisms that might make you sick. In the history of infectious disease, the introduction of pasteurization in the early 20th century was seen as a huge advance for public health and safety. Lately, however, a lot of people are saying that raw, unpasteurized milk might actually be better for you and taste a lot better too. But depending on where you live, you might have a hard time buying raw milk. Federal and state regulations currently prohibit the sale of raw milk in many states and across state borders, citing concerns about public safety. Now that's causing an enormous amount of frustration among proponents of raw milk. And, you know, I can understand why. It doesn't seem entirely fair. After all, I can buy raw eggs, meat, and fish, all of which might harbor the same microorganisms. Assuming you understand the risks, I think you should be free to buy and consume raw milk, just like I'm free to order my eggs sunny side up or my steak medium rare. This debate has really heated up in the last couple of years. And unfortunately, as is so often the case, the more heated a debate gets, the more misinformation it seems to generate. A lot of what I've seen about raw milk tends to understate the risks and overstate the benefits. So while I support the end of raw milk prohibition, I'd also like to take a more dispassionate look at the pros and cons of raw milk so that you can make a rational decision. Now, this is a big topic and I really want to do it justice. So I'm going to tackle it in two parts. Today, I'm going to talk about the risks of raw milk and try to put them in perspective for you. And then next week, I'm going to take a closer look at the purported benefits. Now, raw milk can contain microorganisms, including E. coli, salmonella, and listeria. If one of these bugs takes hold in your gut, you can spend all weekend in the bathroom, or you could end up in the hospital. In rare cases, foodborne illnesses can be fatal. As with any infectious disease, young children, the elderly, pregnant women, and those with impaired immune systems are at the greatest risk. Now, raw milk proponents will point out that just a few generations ago, everyone in the country drank raw milk, and that's true. But it's also true that raw dairy was the most common source of foodborne illness back then, and a major source of infant mortality. Of course, keeping the cows healthy and the farms and the milking operations clean can reduce the risk, and drinking raw milk today is much safer than it was in the early part of the 20th century. But there's no way to eliminate the risk of pathogenic bacteria in raw milk. And contrary to what you may have read, there is absolutely nothing in raw milk that naturally kills these dangerous pathogens or protects you from them. You may also hear people say that they and their entire family have been drinking raw milk all their lives and never had a problem. And that's probably also true, but it doesn't tell you much about your risk. Most people who drink raw milk will not get sick. And those who do get sick might have drunk it thousands of times before with no problem. But the fact is that people can and do get sick from the germs in raw milk, and sometimes it's very serious. 
Raw milk advocates like to point out that people can also get sick from pasteurized milk that's gotten contaminated after the pasteurization process. And that's true. But you are far more likely to get sick drinking raw milk than you are from drinking pasteurized milk. So far this year, there have been 98 cases of illness traced to raw milk and 23 illnesses attributed to pasteurized milk. Now, when you consider the fact that raw milk accounts for just 2% of the milk consumed in the United States, it suggests that you're about 200 times more likely to get sick from drinking raw milk than from drinking pasteurized milk. Then again, 1,600 people got sick this summer from eating salmonella-contaminated eggs. Okay, so eating is risky. Raw milk may not be as safe as pasteurized milk, but it's probably not the riskiest thing you eat either. But seeing as pasteurized milk is an option, why would you take unnecessary risks by drinking raw milk? Well, raw milk advocates point out that raw milk contains nutrients, enzymes, beneficial bacteria, and other compounds that are denatured or destroyed by the pasteurization process. And they claim that drinking raw milk provides all kinds of health benefits, everything from enhanced digestion to improved immune response. For example, some people report that when they started drinking raw milk, they got fewer colds or their allergies went away or their irritable bowel wasn't as irritable or they were no longer lactose intolerant. And many people also say that raw milk simply tastes better than unpasteurized milk. Next week, I'm going to continue with a closer look at the evidence supporting these health claims. In the meantime, I've included some links in the show notes to other discussions on the pros and cons of raw milk. You'll find those at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Feel free to post your comments there or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. Also, Steve Robbins, host of the Get It Done Guy podcast, has a new book out. If your life has you overworked and overwhelmed, pick up a copy of Get It Done Guy's Nine Steps to Work Less and Do More. The book covers all the big things that cause you to fall behind in your goals. You'll learn how to deal with distractions and techniques to help you stop procrastinating. Get It Done Guy's Nine Steps to Work Less and Do More is available in paperback and as an ebook and audiobook. So pick up or download your copy today. Now have a great week and remember to eat something good for me. Thank you.